Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you and about you. Those of you that work so sticking hard for your money and you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now so you can live that life that you love with those that you love. But most importantly, it's not just, just about getting rich. It's about creating a rich life because as you're blessed financially, you can bless more lives and be a, create a greater ripple effect through the lives of others. Guys, thank you for allowing, allowing me to share this ripple effect through you. Thank you for tuning in, for sharing. And you know what? I got to acknowledge many of you that have gone and taken that passive income calculator at moneyripples.com and getting some incredible numbers. I mean, some of you might just get a few thousand dollars, which is still great. There's still better potential there. While others of you, some of you have been getting in the six figures a year. That's six figures you could create in the next 12 months. So if you have not tried that passive income calculator, I say I challenge you to do that today. So go check that out on moneyripples.com. Hey guys, have you wanted to invest in real estate? How would it be if you could do that with just $100 and get good, consistent returns? Well, that's exactly what our friends at Pre-REO does, where they buy these properties in bulk and at discount, be able to turn around and sell them or and or rent them to create profits. And they do this in the crowdsourcing all your monies together. And as a result, pay you a consistent 7% return on your money paid monthly. And on top of that, guys, you even get some liquidity options too. So even though you can have your money in there for years, you're allowed to be able to access that money sooner if you needed to. So if you're interested in being able to invest in real estate with just $100 or more, whether you're accredited or not, go ahead and reach out to our friends at www.prereo.com forward slash money ripples. That's prereo.com forward slash money ripples. Check them out. So guys, uh, I want to talk about a topic that's really kind of been in the news a lot over the last few months on and off, but now it's starting to come to a head because they want to, the government wants to vote on whether they forgive student loans or not, especially post 2020 and everything else. The, the funny thing is that on one side of their mouth, they're saying the economy is strong. The other side, they're saying people are suffering, right? Especially those that are students, they can't afford to pay their student loans. This is a, this is atrocious. Uh, I find that amazing uh, that uh, it's only bad for those people, but they'll claim all the credit that the economy is strong because of the policies they've made. The truth is their policies really don't do anything to help our economy. Usually it hinders us. Uh, secondly, student loans, when did that become the government's responsibility? Uh, you know, I, 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 I don't know if I was like you, but like many of you, I know many of you went to college you probably had to work your way through it. You probably you might have had student loans. Maybe you had a maybe you had a scholarship. Uh, I, I had a whopping three hundred dollars scholarship that I got from my college, but for the most part, I had to work hard. You know, I was I was too middle class to qualify for anything when I grew up. Uh, I wasn't uh, minor enough in anything. You know, uh, I couldn't even use my my one eighth French to get any scholarship that way. I, re I really didn't have anything to go off of other than good grades. I had good grades, but they weren't great. And I did sports, but again, I didn't excel in, in, in any way, shape, or form in a way that made me stand out in sports. So I couldn't get scholarships that way. And my dad told me from the get-go, 
he he prepped me. He said, Chris, you're on your own. You are going to have to pay for your own college. And so that's what I did. I ended up paying for my own college, my own way. He did help a little bit from time to time uh, with, you know, maybe some, some expenses like flying back home for the holidays and things like that. But the one thing I'm grateful for is that my dad taught me personal responsibility. He said, Chris, you better make it work because I can t- guarantee I was not wasting any money when I took those full-time classes. I didn't just take the minimum. I made sure I was getting my, my bang for my buck. I wanted to make sure that I graduated as quickly and, and efficiently as I could so that I didn't have to keep racking up more student loans. And I had those student loans. I kept them on for about 15 years. Uh, and that's just because the interest rate was so amazing. Uh, and, and if you hear about what we talk about here, of course, I'm not in a hurry to pay them off. But here's the thing. Many people will whine and complain, and, and they're, it, it's, it's human nature. Human nature will say that if someone offers you something, you will want it. Okay, if someone's willing to offer you money, you want to take it. So, of course, if you were to ask someone who's a college student, myself would have been included. If the government would have said, hey, guess what? We're willing to pay for some of your college. I would say, yes, sign me up, especially as a young adult. As an adult now looking back, I wouldn't say that. But of course, I was all about that. I'd be like, yes, of course, I want that. This is why democracies do not work. This is why we were set up as a republic versus a democracy. Yes, we're a democratic republic. I get that. There's elements of both in this because there had to be for that compromise work within all the states. But one of the brilliant things that they knew, because the founding fathers studied history. They studied it better than we did. Despite all the information we had, they studied history. They knew what happened to Greece. They knew what happened to Rome. They knew what happened to those civilizations because right before the downfall, besides a moral degradation of those societies, right before the downfall, when they would have a democracy, they would vote themselves favors. The majority should not have the majority vote. Um, In a moral, righteous society, of course, uh, it can work well. But due to people's natural self-interest, right, this natural human tendency, we want to vote ourselves favors. So if the government gives you the ability to say, hey, you can have favors. They're going to give it to you. This is very similar to when I was in sixth grade. And when we had a couple people vying to see, actually going into sixth grade, we had a couple of kids that were trying to win being the class president of our elementary school, right? It's because sixth grade, you're at the top of that elementary school. So they were, there was two guys particularly running and they were both good kids. But one, one got the favor. Because you know what he did? He said, he got up there at his podium. He said, Everybody, I promise you will have chocolate milk for all of next year. And of course, we went nuts because all we had was white milk. Because remember, back in those days, milk does a body good. We don't realize that now milk doesn't do anybody that good. Um, But we were all about that because chocolate milk, now we can have milk or chocolate milk. I'm voting for that guy. He was voted as class president. We didn't get chocolate milk that year because he couldn't deliver on his promises. This is not much different than today. You might think that's kind of silly, but we kind of vote ourselves favors as adults. Adults are really just big, oversized children that vote ourselves favors. Let's be honest. If anybody said, hey, if I'm going to give you extra money to go and invest in real estate today, you would say, cool, I'll take it. Um, heck, I, I, was even te- I was even tempted when the idle loans came out and PPP. They, were th- they wanted to throw money at me, and I didn't need it. And I had to make a choice. I said, well, do I take it? 
because I know I'll probably make better use of that money than most people who get this money and definitely better use of it than probably what the government will do with it. Or do I stand against my principles and just say, you know what, I'm not going to take it. And if you took it, that's fine. That's totally up to you. Uh, I, I seriously debated it for a good couple months and, uh, and finally just out of inconvenience and, and having to jump through hoops, I just decided not to do it. But I could see a good reason why I would. Because again, if someone's willing to offer you money, of course you want to take it. It's like Ghostbusters when he says, if someone asks if you're a god, you say yes, right? That's the same thing with government and when you get favors. So we have to be careful of this because it's so easy for our self-interest to get in the way to vote the ways that we want. It's just like you know, many people here in the state of Utah, it, they for so long, they banned alcohol, the sale of alcohol on Sundays. I mean, how does that make any sense at all? They try to ban it on Sundays. You know, the rest of the week's great, but Sunday you're spiritual, so no more drunkness for you. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Like, it's just because the majority wanted it at that time doesn't mean it's necessarily the best thing to do. Same thing with these student loans. Is this really what we want our kids to learn? That you can rack up a bunch of debt, you can rack, or, or even just rack up a bunch of bills by going to school only to not have the responsibility to pay for it. I believe that with great sacrifice comes great blessing. That often whatever you give of yourself, the, the things that you learn over that period of time, college is not, the degree is not the power. The power is supposed to be what you learn, what you walk away with. Now, there's a whole separate issue here. So I personally believe from the standpoint of should our kids be getting bailed out um, because my kids are now going into college right now, but I'm even talking about any of us. Should student loans be paid off? I absolutely disagree with that. I think that's completely irresponsible and teaches us nothing. Now, here's the other debate. People will say, well, the argument is, is that the cost of colleges are out of, they are just outrageous. They're going through the roof. They're worse than inflation. Well, guess what? They might be worse than what government purported inflation to be, but we all know inflation reported by the government is not the true rate of inflation. What if colleges and universities were just trying to keep up with real rates of inflation? Not what the government claimed it was, but what they're doing. So if they're going up five, seven plus percent a year on average, which I know a lot of colleges aren't even going up that much per year. That's why they're cutting costs so many times. Hey, they're doing just exactly what's going on, which is they're trying to keep up with inflation. The same reason why you want wages to keep up with inflation too, they're doing the same thing. Now, whether college is worth it or not, that's a whole separate argument. My opinion is this, create competition with colleges. The sad thing is colleges, just like with anything, when the government gets involved, they almost create monopolies. Just like when government gets involved with oil companies, the big oil companies are the ones that are able to stand just fine. The smaller oil companies have a hard time getting in because they're like that little runt, that little piglet trying to get to that nipple, and they can't. Same thing happens whenever the government gets involved. They create a lot of expense, a lot of costs, and usually the little guys can't come in to compete as easily. We see this with mobile devices, right? Obviously, we see the same carriers all the time for mobile. We haven't seen too many new ones pop up. It's not that they can't. Well, it's not that they're not allowed to. It's just that, again, that when it's heavily regulated by the government, it gets expensive, and most small guys can't make it up to be the big boys. This is also true with colleges. If the costs are going up too much compared to the wages, that should get you to ask yourself, maybe we should have other options. What if we had something that was more of an apprentice type of program? Because I'm a college dropout. I got all these, I got, I went all the way to the point of getting my bachelor's, had one class to complete. I didn't complete it. I became an entrepreneur. 
planning to come back to college, but I didn't. I ended up staying away from college. And the reason why is because I realized as an entrepreneur, I can make a lot more money, have control of my time and my freedom more so than I could as a W-2 employee. Yes, I, I would love to make that stable little floor, but I also knew with every floor, aka salary or wage, will also come a ceiling, right? You get limited of what you can create. I like to have that ceiling lifted. I like to have unlimited potential. I believe as humans, we were created to be that way. So for me, I went the entrepreneur path. And I'll tell you, even as being an entrepreneur, even as I've been looking at hiring people for, our, for certain positions, you know what? Even though I might look at their college degrees they have, I really don't care that much. What I really care about is can they get me results? I'll tell you, I mean, we've, uh, you know, I've got a great chief marketing officer. She helps do a lot of these podcasts. Danielle, she was on this podcast before a few months back. And she has, she has degrees in, in marketing and all that kind of stuff. But that wasn't what impressed me. What impressed me was the work she had done with her previous company. Some of the things that she did, I thought were so clever. And just getting an interviewer, I knew that she was the one person to have for our company. And so that excited me. But it wasn't about her education. She could have been a college dropout. But with what she had done since then, I would have hired her anyways. And I believe that's still true with most positions. Now, granted, if you're a doctor, um, I would argue that maybe schooling could be a good thing for you. Um, that being said, if I, if I knew there was an internship program with someone maybe is a great experienced doctor, almost like the, the sushi chef in Japan that everybody will go under as a, as a sous chef for 10 years before they can finally start cutting vegetables, right? Just to learn how they make sushi. Same thing in the, in the medical field. Someone works under somebody as an understudy for 5, 10, 15 plus years, learning the trade, learning the nuances and all the different things that can happen. I, I might actually be okay foregoing them doing their formal schooling, especially if they're going to have to do some of the necessities anyways. I can tell you as being a trained financial advisor, now I'm no longer just the traditional financial advisor, right? I dropped my securities license in 2005, but I can tell you I've learned more since dropping those licenses about money, much more about money now than I ever did back then. Most of the stuff they try to teach you, you really don't use. Even when you have to do your, I have continuing education I have to do for life insurance and health insurance licenses, right? Even when I do it, it's just like a review, but most of the stuff you never even use. It's, it's a lot of times it's pointless, you know, because it's so specific to certain things you may or may not be doing with your licenses. It's still true. By the way, I don't have to have a college degree to go to be a financial advisor. All you have to do is pass a test with 70% and have a heartbeat and, and at least not have gone to jail. And you can usually become a financial advisor. So they're not financial experts. My point is this, is that I think that the real problem is not about forgiving loans. I think the part of the problem is our, as a society, we want to be lazy. We want to naturally give ourselves favors. I would rather vote against that. Even if it meant I gave myself favors, I would have to check my own principles and my own belief to say, is this really truly fair? Uh, I, love, I love a quote from Ezra Taft Benson. Uh, he's a guy that he used to be the former secretary of agriculture during the Eisenhower administration. Um, he would, he would say this when he, this is in his, in his book, uh, okay, you better pause this for a second while I think about it. This is in his book called the proper role of government. And in this book, he would, he would use the example of, of a neighbor going and knock on another neighbor's door asking for money. Now they would say, Hey, I'm looking to build a fence or whatever. Can you give me money? I'd like to have money. Now, if you didn't like the answer, cause the neighbor said no, right. Or maybe it was something to repair the roads. Um, that's one thing, 
but uh, maybe you're just wanting money just to help you out. Maybe it's just money to say, hey, I'm trying to go to school. Will you help me out? What if that neighbor says no? Do you force them? Do you bring the police over to say, nope, you need to give them that money now? That's really what people do when they vote rights in government. Because when we start to say, hey, we want to pay taxes, because obviously there is no free lunch here. This money still goes somewhere. You pay taxes. You know, by saying, I'm going to forgive somebody's student loan is really saying, I'm going to help bail them out. We already know that banks didn't learn lessons by having them being, being bailed out, didn't we? Why would we bail out our own children? Why would we rob them of their own personal accountability, responsibility, and growth? Regardless of what they think about schooling being overpriced, maybe it is. Maybe they should rethink their careers. Maybe that's not the career they should be going into. Or maybe they should find an alternative way to do it. I think the answer is create more of an apprentice type of programs for those that may not create as big of a return on the typical traditional college savings plans. If that's the case, great. Let's find another route to do it. Find something else. Again, uh, I'm an employer. I don't care as much about having those college degrees. I care about what can they do for us and our company. Who are they as a person? Because college degrees, there's a dime a dozen. But someone that has great integrity, takes personal responsibility and willing to own their own life, now that is something that's rare. So in summary, it's just this. I challenge you guys, take personal responsibility for your lives, own up to those things, be willing to pay the cost no matter what it is, and get better. Go and make it a wonderful and prosperous week. We'll talk to you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.